promise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. The emphasis on Friday and William Grant. That's right. We're ready for the weekend. Of course, uh, hope you're out there and uh, getting ready for, uh, again, a good weekend. I know some of us are still, again, struggling to be able to get back from Hurricane Ida. Uh, but all, anybody could take time out to be able to have, a, you know, a little bit of a William Grant product. Of course, today's program on 106.1 FM Nash Icon iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 uh, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, and you can check that out. Usually about 20 minutes after the program ends, we try to get that up and running for you. And, um, of course, the phone number for today is 504-260-1061. Uh, Mike Vazan is going to join us on the program in just a few minutes from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazano Football Podcast and Blog. Uh, Tommy Chrysan, Talking Sports with TK, is going to join us 
at about 5.35 this afternoon. Of course, in the second hour, we'll talk a little about what uh, last night's second installment of the Benson Succession story. Uh, We'll get into that. That focused on the New Orleans Pelicans. I have uh, quite a bit to be able to say about uh, that particular installment. Uh, And, of course, uh, as always, again, we'll – We'll talk about the Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans on today's program. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Tonight, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday morning, and, of course, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLE-TV YouTube page. And, of course, it's already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Put that up uh, last night for you. Uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports was our guest, and we covered it all. Saints, Pelicans, LSU, Tulane, uh, we covered it all. Our program today is brought to you by our good friends at William Grant. Family Distillers, independent family distillers since 1887. Uh, heading out to your favorite spirit store, heading out to your favorite uh, bar, uh, or again, maybe a restaurant. Going to grab a few cocktails. How about do it with a William Grant product? Henry's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. And, of course, if you love scotches, we've got an all-star lineup, second to none. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotts Whiskey. These are all award-winning scotches along with Monkey Shoulder. Tullamore Dew is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world. You love an Irish whiskey, we got the real deal in Tullamore Dew. And, of course, whether it's a fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, or Hudson's bourbon whiskey, our bourbon portfolio is second to none. Uh, how about a, a, a rum portfolio? Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, and, of course, Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation. www.gotourtroops.org is the uh, web address. Helping, again, active military, retired military members and their families when they get into a jam. Uh, and especially right now, you know they can need the help. Living expenses, rent, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs, all there for those that served us and their families. Uh, you go to the God Foundation and give directly or reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. All right, a lot to talk about over the next two hours. Join me on the program as he does each and every Friday. My lifelong friend and a guy that does a great job on Hot Off the Bench podcast with Scott Craig has his own podcast as well. Uh, it is Vazan uh, uh, on Football Podcast and also Vazan on Football Blog. Uh, Mike Vazan's going to join us in just a couple of seconds. Uh, hey, uh, and don't forget, uh, the third installment of the uh, Benson Succession story is not going to be tonight. And there's a reason for that, right? I mean, look, I've said it for years. If you want to hide something in the news, you put it on a Friday night, okay? Because most people are either, again, into the weekend, traveling, they're not paying attention, and, you again, that's where you see a lot of people slip stories in on a Friday. So they're, they're going to wait and go to Monday, and they'll have the third installment of that. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, if you've not kept up with it, uh, you need to really go back. Uh, you go to Fox 8's uh, uh, website. Uh, their app, and you'll be able to check it out there with uh, the interviews that Lee have, has done. And Jeff's got his stuff on NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune, so you can go check that out on NOLA.com. Uh, it's interesting reading, and it's a, it's a, it's, honestly, it's something that if, if you live in New Orleans, if you're in the New Orleans uh, region, you need to be up to date on what's going on here because it is transformative what Gail Benson is going to do when she passes in selling the teams uh, and, 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 again, stipulating the teams stay in New Orleans. And then, of course, the proceeds of those teams with the rest of her fortune uh, is going to be given to charities uh, and, and also nonprofits. You know, I mean, again, I took it a step further yesterday, you know, because I already know they do this with the Gail and Tom Benson Foundation startups. I mean, it is when you look at, at, at again, the future of, of this city, 
once Gail Benson passes, and that money is is again is bequeathed to to these uh, particular um, nonprofits, charity, charitable organizations, etc. It's a game changer for New Orleans. There's no other way around it. The next few generations, and maybe into 100, maybe 100, 200 years from now, will still be, again, looking back at that gift and saying, again, how it, how again, gave us the impetus to be able to rise from the ashes and maybe be the Queen City of the South once again. That's the type of, of meteoric change we're going to be looking at with, with this type of funding that's going to go in uh, to, again, help, again, the disenfranchised, uh, th- those that, that are poor, but also, again, those that, that are that are. Uh, that, that are trying to be able to maybe do a startup uh, business, uh, education, health care. I mean, I've talked about it yesterday, about health care. You know, we were once the epicenter of health care, not just for the South, but, again, uh, South America, uh, places where, again, we made discoveries in medicine here in New Orleans. That can be once again. I mean, you're already seeing it with the money that they've given to Oshner. And, again, what Oshner's doing with, it, with their cancer uh, uh, with their cancer building and, 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 and the, what's been given in the past between uh, Gail and Tom Benson. Uh, it is endless what we will see with the, with the funding that's going to come in. It is a once-in-a-lifetime situation, uh, and unlike anything we've ever seen maybe in this country. You know, normally, again, the money goes to heirs. She has no heirs. So at this point, it's all going to go to the city. And I, and I compared it to Wisner. I compared it to McDonough, and I compared it to those plantation owners that, again, left their, their land and their riches to the, to the city way back when. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime, and it's an amazing chance, uh, again, for our city. All right, do we have him? Rudy? Okay, well, <laughs> let's go to Mike Fazan of Fazan on Football Podcast. Mike, how you doing? I'm here, my brother. I'm here. I'm just listening to you wax poetic about our lady, Miss Gail Benson, who has enshrined herself forever in uh, New Orleans history with this unbelievably generous donation, this gift that she's given to the city. You know, Mike, I said yesterday that, you know, every time somebody dies, we want to go ahead and make Lee Circle, name that after them. I I, I think it's a no-brainer now, okay? I don't think she has to die at this point because, look, they've already changed the rules on renaming streets. It used to be, again, a person would have to be, uh, would have to have passed for five years. Uh, before, again, you could even take up the possibility of renaming a street for an individual. Well, that's out the window now, okay? Yeah. They, they've, they, uh, whether they've changed the law or going around the law, whatever it is, I don't think there's any doubt when you talk about the, 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 the meteoric shift we're going to see in this city when that money starts to flow. Uh, I think we found yeah. the name of Lee Circle, and I think it should be Gail Benson Circle. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, uh Typically, the names you mentioned, and I'm not sure about the Wisner family. We called it Wisner growing up, but sure. I think it is Wisner. Um, but the McDonough's and other families, it was kind of, they had blood on that money because they uh, owned slaves and mm-hmm. that whole thing. But True. this is clean. This is um, modern-day 21st century stuff. And uh, I don't know. I guess other billionaires are doing it. In other walks of life, I guess Bill Gates has something for when he dies, you know, people like that. But um, as far as New Orleans is concerned, this tops the list of everything that could be done in favor of New Orleans, I guess, the New Orleans area. Uh, Somebody, you know, donating their fortune after they're they're gone. So, uh, you know. It's just uh, like you—you know—I can't add anything to what you said, Eric. You absolutely nailed it the last couple of days. So, 
just a great, great, generous uh, a gift. You know? Yep. Well. And, and different. And look, I'm not trying to be, uh, to again um, uh, put Tom Benson down in any any form of fashion, but uh, again, this wouldn't have happened with Tom Benson. I mean, again, she again there is a. And then the other part of it is, like, as I mentioned yesterday, with the three R's, if they would have gotten this team, this definitely wouldn't have happened. Are you kidding me? I mean, there would have been no guarantee they would have kept this team or teams in New Orleans. Uh, you yeah. know, although some people believe that Rita would have, but we have no idea. Okay? They, were, they, were, they, were, they are Texans. She is a New Orleanian. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of people, myself included, were skeptical when, when again, she moved into the more prominent position. But uh, she has proven nothing but uh, but to be an angel for the city of New Orleans. Uh, going back to, again, rehabilitating uh, uh, Tom Benson uh, in terms of, again, uh, his public persona after Katrina uh, and, and giving away, again, millions and millions of dollars there, but also, again, what she's doing now and giving this enormous gift uh, to, to the city. Uh, and, and, of course, our nonprofits and, and, our, uh, and, and uh, also our charities. That, that's the key, Mike. You can't give it to the city of New Orleans. The other one, the other yeah. charities, in a lot of cases, you know, Wisner, McDonough, plantation owners, they bequeath that stuff to the city. No. There's so much corruption right. in this city; the money yeah. would never be used correctly. It would be stolen yeah. and siphoned off. This way, at least, you know, you have a board that's going to oversee this and going to make sure the money's being used wisely by these charities. A hundred percent agree, Biggie. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. And, you know, you mentioned the three R's. I mean, we know what kind of what they're made of because ever since that they lost and that struggle uh, for Benson's uh, heir, I guess, you know, to be his heir or whatever, I don't know. I think they walked away with a nice bit of piece of change. Yes. And I haven't seen them around this area after disasters or raising charities or donating to hospitals or anything like that, you think they would want to rehab their name and say, wait a minute, you know, we're being made out to be bad guys. Look what we've done. We're donating to this charity, that charity. You haven't even heard from them. So the True Colors came out, and it's it's a great thing that um, Ms. Gale, as she's affectionately known, has, uh, <clears throat> you know, has done this unbelievably generous donation absolutely and 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 a game changer for the next generations of this city i mean you and i may never see anything from it uh but the next generations of this city will see it so our children's children grandchildren's grandchildren uh they will all benefit from this agreed just an amazing gift no doubt about it uh mike uh let me tell you what. Let me let me take a, a a break on time. So when we come back, we got enough time to kind of jump in Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pels. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, also Vazan on Football Podcast, as well as Vazan on Football Blog is our guest. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still this Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down over the weekend, don't even don't don't get excited. Don't get upset. It's called Burkhart. Just remember, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And, of course, if it's after hours, again, those trucks are strategically set up so they can get to you quickly with those guys that are on call. And they're answering the phone 24-7, 365. Uh, want a company you can trust? Doing only the work that's necessary? It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Marty McFly Mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Pantene. Do you have dry, damaged hair? Try Pantene Daily Moisture Renewal Conditioner. The color-safe formula with Provi Nutrients repairs damaged hair without weighing it down. Repair damaged hair with Pantene. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Manhattan Boulevard to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also look out for an accident on the westbound side along the Crescent City Connection. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 eastbound from just past the 310 to the airport. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the 610 split on the westbound side, your backups are right around Canal Boulevard. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
Welcome back to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Independent Family Distillers since 1887. Uh, Fazan on football uh, uh, host. Also, again, uh, one of the co-hosts for um, Hot Off the Bench podcast. Mike Fazan joins us on, on the program. Mike, Saints get a big win in New England. A tough place to play, 28-13 to 13 on Sunday. Uh, give us your thoughts on the game. Oh, just a great game by the Saints. A nice bounce-back game. Uh, after the debacle in Carolina, you know, and a week, just a week after a great game against Green Bay, the Saints got back on track, got their players injured, uh, their injured players healthy, um, got most of the coaches back. Probably the rest will be back this weekend. But I like the fact that I think what happened in Carolina, we talked about it, how they lacked focus and really prepared for it. I think that actually helped in a weird way because it got them really focused in on New England. And the Saints are bad in New England. Um, I think we all had this thing about New England, this aura because of Belichick. But, I mean, let's face it, Tom Brady's not there anymore. Belichick hasn't done anything in his career without Tom Brady uh, except have really good defenses. But um, Mac Jones is a rookie, dude. I mean, he might look like Brady. He might throw like him. He might have his Brady stature. Wear the wristbands a whole bit, but he ain't Tom Brady yet. And the Saints made him look like a rookie. The defense put pressure on him. The defensive backs covered their receivers like blankets. He had nobody to throw to. And uh, the run defense for the Saints is one of the best in the league. Awesome getting their defensive linemen back. And uh, Gardner Johnson return. And... um, I think you saw a Saints team that with the potential is, especially on defense, of maybe having something really special and different than what we're used to under Sean Payton with having a defensive-led team instead of an offensive-led team. But just a great performance last week. The narrative this week, again, uh, kind of twofold. Number one, the usage of Alvin Kamara, which was about 84%, uh, with him getting the lion's share of, uh, of the carries. Uh, and also, again, the uh, uh, you know just uh, in, in the passing game as well, 24 carries, 89 yards, three catches for 29 yards on four targets. Uh, and then the other narrative, again, was, again, the offense and, and not being the high-powered offense that we saw with um, Drew Brees with uh, Jameis Winston uh, under center. Your thoughts on both? Yeah, I mean, listen, you go to your best player. When in, when your back's against the wall, you got to go to your best player. And until Michael Thomas gets back 100%, Kamara is their best player. Uh, he may be anyway. He may be better than uh, than Thomas, but uh, at this stage of the game, you got you got to ride his back until Winston gets more comfortable with the offense and um, they get some receivers back off of injury reserve. Uh, Tony Jones, I think Tony Jones did just enough to spell Kamara and have some quality carries as well. Uh, that um, when when he was in the game and they gave him some carries, he really didn't mm-hmm. lose much in the running game. Yeah, so, two carries, um, twelve yards, six yards a carry for him. Yeah. Uh, how many how many carries? Two carries for uh, for twelve yards. Oh, it seemed like he ran more than that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but, he had that um, one long one for seven, and then and then the other one was five. Uh, okay. But it was, uh, yeah, it was really Taysom Hill that came in and out of that quarterback yeah. power and had six carries for 32 yards. But, again, kind of he kind of made the difference down the stretch. No, yeah. Yeah, I was getting to that. You're right. You, um, 
Taysom Hill, and I was going to say, and of course, Taysom Hill coming in, and that takes so much relief off of everybody else when he's being Taysom. And you can just see it. I mean, that, um, that, I think it was a third or fourth down where they needed like six yards. I think it was third. And he did the power sweep to the right and then cut it up behind the blockers. I mean, just unbelievable. Uh, that's him. That's what Taysom Hill is. So, uh, you got that. You got a good. You got a good dose of taste from last week. You're gonna see it again this week with the Giants. So, all, the, yeah, all around, like week. I said, good, good job with the. Okay, offense. Mike, finish. No, yeah. I was just gonna say, good job with the offense too. I want to yeah. say one you thing about Mike... Winston. Winston's touchdown pass. He's getting a lot of grief. Yep. And I understand why, but to me, that's a. <laughs> it sounded kind of on the fence. All right. He, he shouldn't have thrown it, but it's a quarterback's mindset. I've seen Breeze throw, make throws like that. Sure. And I've seen every quarterback do it. Uh, I see Tom Brady did it last week against the uh, Rams. It just happens, and your mind just clicks. And I, I think what happened with, with, with the good part about it was he knew he was throwing a Callaway and got it up there in the air, and Callaway went up to jump ball and got it. But, yeah, should it have been thrown? No. I mean, taking a sack there wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world because, I mean, you're still in field goal range. But uh, I'm not going to jump on him as bad as for that one as I did, like, the week before when he threw the pick right before halftime. Yeah, I would agree. And, look, you really cannot get on this guy until he gets Michael Toss back. Uh, we see Kenny Stills more integrated into the um, – uh, into the offense. I mean, he's playing with guys right now that maybe Breeze was able to to, to, to allow these guys to be able to flourish as, as undrafted free agents. But it's, it's been a difficult situation uh, in, in, in these guys getting open, uh, him trying to be able to feel get a feel for the offense at the same time. I think people just have to be patient with, with Jameis Winston. I said this week, you know, let's start talking about in the, in the end of the second quarter into the third quarter how he looks before everybody starts again bailing on Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's a good read, Biggie, because uh, I think it's going to take at least that long for him to get comfortable. It may take the whole season to get completely have a get had a whole season under his belt, and another off season to really get completely comfortable. But uh, um, you know, you, you make a great point about Breeze. I mean, listen, by the time he was getting to the end of his career with the Saints, Breeze can close his eyes and throw to a spot. I mean that's how great. Sure. That's how what right. he knew the, the offense. He could, he could, you know. And his thing is so much with visualization and visualizing things before they happen. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, you know he was so good at that. And you know uh, I find myself being a little unfair to Winston sometimes, but because I'm so used to watching the greatness of Breeze. But you're right. I mean. As long as the defense is playing the way they are and the running game's playing, I think they can carry him until he gets more and more comfortable and we get some receivers back with the Saints. Mike, I agree with you, man. And the defense is is really the, the story right now, uh, especially, again, the young players that have emerged so far that we, again, were, were, that we knew they needed to count on because, again, the – Really, the, the, the depth that was just, uh, again, put, taken away from this team because of the COVID-19 restrictions uh, yeah. that, that were put on uh, last year. And, of course, that ended up hurting the revenue for the NFL. Um, right, right. You know, you see on you see Peyton Turner, how well he's playing right now. You talk about the young yeah. linebackers, how well they're playing. And then, look, Adebo is your starter, keeping Bradley Roby on, on, on the bench. And, yeah. and they haven't missed a beat in the secondary. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I was high on Debo, but he surpassed even my expectations thus far. Um, I figured he'd have some growing pains as a rookie. And it, look, he's held out a couple of catches, but, man, he's never out of it. He's always there with the receiver. And I don't know if I can remember a lot of cornerbacks who covered as well. In the, and, you know, going back in years, you know, the Saints have never been cornerback heavy, never been DBU at the NFL, you know what I'm saying? But, um, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, um, Lattimore's playing like an all pro right now. No Marcus doubt. Marcus Williams is playing well. Agreed. I mean, the defense is really taking it upon themselves to be the reason they win now. I know they've been, that's kind of like a, a mantra now that they're saying, you know, they want to be, they want to be the reason the Saints win. They don't want to be, uh, you know, it used to be, oh, man, Breeze has us. We don't have to be great today because we got Breeze. He's got our back. He's going to put up 25, 28, 35 points, whatever. We're good. We just got to hold hold a uh, steady to form, a hold a form, uh, so to speak. But right now it's on them, and they know it, and I think they're embracing it. In fact, I know they are, mm-hmm. and I love to see it. And it, I think they only get better and better if they can avoid – you know, big time. You know, injuries at one position, yes. and you know, uh, keep this thing going. It's it's saying I'm. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. How much better they can get as they keep playing. You know, together week to week. Yeah, and Mike, can I add something to that? Uh, again, them the where they're playing now, and you know they're going to get better, especially again as you mentioned, if they don't get get, get beset by injuries. But yeah. you know the offense is going to get better as we go through each quarter of the season. Yeah. I mean, right, you know, right. I mean, again, it's, it's it's Sean Payton. They're going to get better, so you right. got to feel good about again the first quarter as you get ready to end this with the new with the New York Giants. Hope he would have win on Sunday, and then as you get into the second and third quarter of the season, as a lot of these guys are coming off of IR, especially on the offensive side of the ball, you got to think again that you're going to be a more prolific offense as you sure. get down to the stretch, going for again a playoff berth. And as uh, Winston gets more comfortable, quits, quits playing like he doesn't want to hurt the team and starts right. playing like he's helping the team. And, uh, Great point. And now that's only come with more reps and as he gets more mm-hmm. comfortable. True, true. Let's grab, let's grab a call real quick, Mike. Uh, Terry and Slidell's on the line. Terry, welcome to the, to the show. Tiger Terry's in the house. Hey, guys, man, I have to leave Coach O alone for a week, you know. <laughs> Still don't have a running game, but. At least they went up there and beat Mississippi State, which I didn't think they were going to do. But we'll find out this week against Auburn, you know. Yeah. Much more you physical know, team this week than what you saw last week, Terry. You know that. Auburn's going to be a much more physical team than Mississippi State. Auburn's always been physical, man. You know, I've been to, yeah. I've been to a barn game. I've been to a mm-hmm. game. So, fortunately, I'm not going to this one. But um, it's um, unfortunately. But, uh, it's, I mean, I'll leave him alone this week. But if they get blown out, I'll be back on him next week. But hey, if they play, I, I can't see LSU being a four-point favorite. But, you know, um, Mac Johnson's doing a great job as quarterback. He's throwing the ball. He's got the season to throw to. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's really good. If you want, you know, if I had a chance to go to one football game this weekend, you know where I would want to be? Alabama Ole Miss. No, man. I where would you rather be? New England. When Tom Brady walks on that court. Oh, okay. I thought you were in college. I thought you meant college. But, uh, hey, I thought you meant college. Go ahead. Y'all wish, hey, y'all wish me good luck. Next Wednesday, i got to have open heart surgery from all them elbows I took from Eric over the basketball <laughs> career. 
no, I really do. I got to go in here. Uh, they saw something on my valve. I got to no. have my valve changed out. So that way I can get up and down the court again, which, you know, I couldn't do yeah. in the past 20 years anyway. Well, but uh, You never could get up down the court, Terry. I hate to break <laughs> it to you. Hey, I can guard you any day of the week. I tell you what, Terry. Well, I'm lucky I don't need toe surgery after how many times you stepped on my foot to prevent me from rebounding. What about the el- what about the elbows in the back? You know. Like, oh, man, I show up in the mud, my brother. That was some good old days, man. That was yes, really good were. old days. Yes, they no were, way. no doubt. Well, but best anyway, of luck with the I surgery, Terry. We'll be praying for you, my man. Yeah. All right, don't be good, Terry. There you go. It's that Tiger Terry. Keep him in your prayers, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. as he goes into open-heart surgery uh, next week. All right, look, Mike, Mike, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Tigers. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Mazan is with us uh, until uh, until 5. Tommy Chrysan, Talking Sports with TK, will join us at the bottom of the 5 o'clock hour. I'm going to talk about the next um, uh, the, the next installment, the, uh, the second installment of the Benson Succession. It had to do with the Pelicans and maybe a new arena. That's going to happen in, in hour number two as we open up now we're at hour number two. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory. That's right, folks. Uh, if you've got a problem with, uh, with your vehicle, they got you covered. ASC certified technicians. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And when it comes to tires, come on. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. And when I tell you there's something for everyone's budget, there's something for everyone's budget. Financing is available. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches for you. And, of course, if you got a problem where you can maybe catch a nail, some debris in your tires, man, again, don't get upset about it. Get on over to Southern Tire. They'll repair that tire for you, get you back on the road. If you can't, they can't repair it, again, you have a selection of the largest selection of tires in, in the city. Um, don't forget also, if you get your rims damaged, they can repair those dent rims for you as well. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You can uh, schedule an appointment by going over to southerntire.com or check out all of the uh, services that they provide. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Who brought the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who brought the sauce? <gasps> Spilled the sauce? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. Who brought the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who brought the sauce? Okay. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish uh... is pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome back to Inside the Walls. The William Grant family distillers fried track extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Independent family distillers since 1887. Mike Vazan is with us from Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazan on football podcast and blog. Mike, the Tigers, as we were talking about with Terry, uh, with, again, avenged the loss from last year, 28-25 to 25 over Mississippi State, uh, and, of course, have Auburn on tap. Let's talk about Mississippi State LSU first. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I liked – Deronte Jones' game plan, I think it went against instinct for all of them as far as being an attacking man-to-man style D and going to a zone and making Mississippi State, Mississippi State, you know, forcing them to throw short underneath passes instead of long or across the middle. I think it worked almost to perfection. I give him credit for that. Um, I think Max Johnson's rounding in the form. I think he's quietly having a really good season a high passing percentage, a great touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, you know, Boutier to wide receivers playing lights out. Um, other, you know, other wide receivers are playing well, and they just got to get the running game going. They got to get the offensive line to be more physical and, you know, take over the line of scrimmage in the run game. And if they could ever do that, they can really make some really good progress because the passing game is, is in pretty good shape. So, um, 
I think they, they play well against State. Um, you know, the State's got a couple garbage touchdowns in the fourth quarter. You'd like for the LSU not to have given up the last one to make it kind of anxious. You know, but having said all that, I think it was a good game by LSU considering the circumstances uh, of last season and LSU being so hyper-attentive to, I mean, really – I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Ogeron woke up in the middle of the night with nightmares after that that game last year with them, and really focusing in on a way to 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 keep that offense at bay, and I think they did a good job of it. I agree. I mean, I thought that again, it was it was a great scheme. Uh, I thought that again, uh, well, you know, kind of taking uh, a page from what we talked about over the last few weeks on offense, getting in, getting more RPO, getting the ball, getting the play in quicker, getting maybe uh, Johnson a little bit more on the move because he has great receivers uh, yeah. help. But Mike, I'm going I'm to come back to the, again the one theme that's been, that we've been talking about since the season started, and, and, and we're going to find out a lot this weekend about this team uh, because again, Auburn is a very, very physical team up front. Uh, can you? Uh, compete in the SEC by just throwing the football, and this offensive no. line has not proven they can they can pass protect, uh, nor have they proven again they can open up holes for the running game. So we're going to find out a lot about the, again this offense this weekend. Uh, defensively, you got to feel like uh, you got to feel much more comfortable about where they are based on again what we've seen. We didn't see the bust last week that we've seen in the past, and maybe that's because they've yeah. been practicing this all off season long to be prepared for Mississippi State, but. Um, Auburn's going to take it right to them, and they got to be ready for that. And, again, that comes down to physicality. And I don't know if that offense is physical enough in terms of the offensive line. You're right, Eric. And there's another X factor with Auburn, <clears throat> and it's T.J. Finley. Um, Agreed. I wouldn't be shocked if he started against LSU this week because uh, he, he came in and bailed them out last week in their win over a small school, but he came in and did it. And here's a guy that was committed to LSU since his sophomore year in high school. And he never wavered. He never flirted with other schools. He, he, he stayed with that commitment from his sophomore. He played his junior and senior years, high school, enrolled early as a freshman, went through that spring, played okay last year. He had some great moments. He had some not-so-great moments. You know, the interception against A&M. Wasn't great, <laughs> but he he threw the game, the touchdown winning pass in the Arkansas game. He played well against South Carolina, so uh, I think all in all he played like a freshman. And then he comes after all of this. He comes out the spring and he's told, "Well, you're fourth string now. You might as well transfer." And and uh, virtually they cut him. And for better or for worse, for right or for wrong, they you know Nussmeyer beat him out. Johnson, uh, they felt played better down the stretch, and Miles Brennan was coming back as a, I guess, a sixth-year senior, fifth-year, whatever. So they cut him, told him to go transfer, and then he goes to Auburn, and guess what? Guess who the quarterback's going to be this week? You don't think he's got something to prove? Oh, I better believe it. <laughs> I hope Durante Jones has been thinking about a scheme for him because you know what you could see, Eric, and you talked about it. You can't deny his arm talent, Finley. Now there are other, there was more to playing quarterback than arm talent, but sure. having arm talent will bail you out of bad plays, just like having great feet will. And uh, so LSU's defense is going to have to be on their toes extra hard. I mean, you know, Auburn's got a physical line; they're going to try to run the ball, and if they're successful, 
then that could be trouble. Uh, so they're going to have to LSU have to focus on stopping the run and making sure you get pressure and confuse Finley enough to where um, you don't want him coming back and spoiling your home, <laughs> spoiling your you know your home. Yes, SEC home opener, <clears throat> especially True. a guy that you told was not good enough to be on your program. I'm right. I'm 100% with you on that. Meanwhile, Tulane goes into a game uh, uh, that against UAB, gets physically mm. uh, again uh, beat up, and then came in overconfident. Which, Mike, to me, when your coach calls you out for being overconfident, and and again you've uh, you you played a close game to with Oklahoma, which again was again a uh, kind of a scene setter for the season. You blow out Morgan State, but then you get embarrassed by Ole Miss, and you come out overconfident. Man, I, I tell you what, that that's mind blowing. Overconfident about what? I mean, you didn't beat Oklahoma. You know, look, moral victories are no longer accepted, even against teams like Oklahoma. Yeah, everybody was impressed on the way they came back in the second half. But if you go back and look at that, Oklahoma, they got into a big lead and kind of cruised and uh, almost cru- almost fell asleep so much that it bit them in the butt. But uh, – Ole Miss should have given them a wake-up call. Brother, you got nothing, nothing to be overconfident about. And to me, that's got partially Coach Fritz's fault. He should be seeing this during practice. And maybe he did, maybe he tried to warn them. But, uh, you know, (laughs) it's amazing to me that Tulane would be overconfident against anybody. Amen. Anybody. Much less. Even Eleanor. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, even with St. Dominic, you know, we talked about they, yeah. they played a team in the CYO League. Right. Uh, you know, our big rival was St. Dominic. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, anybody being over too late, especially against the team that beat you last season, that you should have beat you coming off a win. So I don't want to hear, if you're going to tell me as a coach my team was overconfident, that's on you, man. And at some point, at some point, it's going to be a time where they got Tulane's got to make a decision. Do they want to be okay with six wins a year and making a uh, a lower tier bowl every year, or do they want to try to make a move and and be a player? And they're going to have a real line conference soon. Yep. And uh, they're going to want a weaker have, conference, by the way, a weaker conference. Uh, the, the American is dying right now. A more okay? competitive conference, but they're going to have some Coastal Carolina could be coming. Yeah, in. right. Uh, sure. You know, it's going to be some pretty but, good team. Coastal Carolina. But it's going to be a weaker conference, though, Mike. It's not going to be it's not going to be where they consider it a P6. The, no, the, no, the teams that not. they've lost are not as good as the teams they're going to bring in. No. But I really like Coastal Carolina. I think they got something yeah. going on over well, they there. They got a great program. All the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great athletic program. Mm-hmm. But um, so, no, just because they think they're going to have weaker teams or less competitive conference, you know, you just lost to UAB, a team just back from, a, from the dead, the team that mm-hmm. gave up its program a few years ago. Sure. Uh, you think you just – a, a program like Coastal Carolina – uh, there were some other ones too that I can't remember names. Teams that were mentioned, but they're talking no, about man. Louisiana Tech, maybe Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, and there was a, there was a couple other teams, Eric, that, that schools that 
Right. I was t- I was talking with a with a with guy at work about it, and he, he's a big Tulane uh, fan. Who's also and he's also an Alabama fan. See, when you're a Tulane fan, that's your team. But you need a team that wins to pull for. <laughs> so you you pull you can't pull for LSU. So you go for Alabama or Notre Dame, pretty much. Those are the people I know who are Tulane fans. But uh, but I'm kidding, the Tulane fans. And I'm, I always I give I give my buddy a hard time at work when I tell him mm-hmm. that. But uh, so, but the point is, they got to decide where they want to move off of Fritz uh, in the not too future and get somebody in right. here that's young and motive and innovative, on the rise, and um, do what I used to say, Eric, the the uh, mm-hmm. the coaching ladder program. You know, yeah. okay, you yeah. Oh no, you you said it long. You said it nineteen years ago. Okay, yeah. uh, about the about the program. I think it's Colorado State and Air Force as you're thinking about. I, want, I just looked it up. Yeah. Those are the two from the Mountain West that they're trying to trying to uh, woo. Right. So, so I mean, Mike, look. We, um, yeah. Go ahead, Biggie. No, go ahead. And f- f- finish your thought, please. No, I was just going to say at some point they're going to have to they got to decide whether it's it's worth it just to keep winning six games a year, make a bowl, and okay, pat yourself on the back. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they've. Um, I think Fritz is maxed out at Tulane. And I hate to say it because he's a great guy from all indications. Well, again, I think the program's getting better each and every year. I think he's getting Show better recruits than, again, that, that we've seen. Uh, and uh, at this point, again, depending on who is going to be part of the AAC uh, going forward, they're going to be one of the better teams or programs in that conference. But, again, um, small fish, smaller pond type situation yeah. uh, when you look at it. Uh, so we'll see how it gets. But, you, again, no matter what, I think you said it best. You're Tulane. You can't walk into a game overconfident against anybody. Anybody. Right. And I don't care who it yeah. is. And they did that last yeah. week against UAB, and they got physically beat up. But, you know, Eric, I agree that they are a better program now with, than when uh, Fritz took over. But sure. it, it, sooner or later it's got to translate on the field. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I know you're better. I know you're more solid. But come on, man! Other coaches have been to other places. UAB, a coach has been in there. They just came back from the dead, and that program is back on its feet right. and kicking your butt every year now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, it's okay. It's good. We got a good, solid program. But you got, you know, if you want to be that Tulane, if you want to be an eight-nine win team a year, maybe even more in some great season. If not, okay, fine. Just stay with the status quo, and you know, there it is. And you have what there you have. Is. Mike, as always, thanks so much for the time. Uh, really enjoy our, our, our conversation each and every Friday. Fazano Football Podcast, Fazano Football Blog, Hot Off the Bench Podcast as well. And, of course, at Michael Vazan on Twitter. Mike, we'll check in with you next week, bud. Always fun, my brother. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatteInsAgency.com the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ted, there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text TIGER to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text T-I-G-E-R to 42424. That's TIGER. Tiger to 42424. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. Still is Friday's Travaganza. Remember, reach for a William Grant product. Uh, of course, uh, also want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down. Uh, man, look, don't even worry about it, okay? Uh, I want you to call Burkhardt. Let them come out. Uh, they'll, they'll take a hard look at, the, uh, at your at your. Um, at your system, and of course, only doing the work that's necessary. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Thanks to Mike Vazan for joining us on the program. We'll talk Pelicans and Benson Succession next, and then Tommy Chrysan of uh, Talking Sports with TK will join us at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. The William Grant family is still this Friday extravaganza. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. 
Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. Still this Friday extravaganza. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I got the privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you listening to the program, whether you're doing over the airwaves on 106.1 FM. Maybe on the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app. You can take that, that with you anywhere. Again, those mobile apps keep you right there with the program. Nash FM 106.1 or ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Or of course, our podcast, which again is really doing well. Thanks so much for those that listen on the podcast as well. Anchor is our home base. We're on all the major podcasting platforms. Thank you for, again, listening to this show. And thank you for supporting the sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our show. Click on the icon of the sponsor. It takes you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors right there on ericasher.com. Sean Vazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLA-TV2, and 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on uh, Pelican Sports Television. Tommy Chrysan of Pelican Broadcasting will join us on, on the program. I said Pelican because, again, he came from Pelican. It's actually Talking Sports with TK Podcast. I think it's Meat and Potatoes Podcast. He's got like five podcasts he's involved in. And as also, he's the oldest guy on TikTok. So we'll have Tommy at 535 talking some Saints and LSU with us. And, of course, um, as always, I want to thank our title sponsor each and every Friday. It's William Grant. Family Distillers since 1887. Uh, Henry's Gym, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vodka. I've been telling you now for years and years and years about these fantastic spirits. Uh, second to none, a flavor profile unlike you've ever seen, okay, when you talk about those individual spirits. And then, uh, again, when you talk about William Grant, we've made our bones on, on our scotches. Award-winning scotches. Second to none, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey. The Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, Balvini Scotch Whiskey, also uh, Monkey Shoulder Scotch Whiskey, all part of the Scotch portfolio of William Grant uh, that is second to none. Not, you could, if you're a Scotch drinker, you already know about, again, the portfolio of William Grant. If you're not, and maybe, again, you're finally dabbling in the Scotches, got to try them. Absolutely fantastic. Also, don't forget about Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the entire world. Uh, it's with the Irish drink. It's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, of course, Sailor Jerry Rum, uh, as well as Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum, part of our uh, portfolio of rums. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana goes to helping, again, our retired military and active military members and their families through the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org, uh, helping them with insurance premiums, necessary home repairs, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, living expenses. Man, what a great organization. And, of course, you can give directly by going to www.godourtroops.org or reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. You're a, a bourbon drinker like myself? How about a little fistful of bourbon or a Hudson bourbon whiskey? Two fantastic bourbons as part of the portfolio of William Grant. Reach for a William Grant product. Whether you're heading out to your favorite spirit store this weekend, maybe you're going heading to your favorite bar, or again, maybe again you're going out to um, enjoy a meal at your favorite restaurant. Ask for a William Grant product. All right, a lot to talk about this, this hour. And look, I talked about it yesterday. Um, I'm just floored by what Gail Benson is going to do for our city. And, uh, look, it's an amazing uh, gift. One unlike we've never seen in our lifetime. And it, it's, it, again, it eclipses anything that we've ever seen in the history of this city. Um, there's going to be there's three installments of, of this, of this um, series. Uh, it's, it's on Fox 8. Lee Zurich is handling it there. And also on NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune, where Jeff Duncan is handling on, 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 the, on that uh, publication. 
uh, in the second installment of the series with uh, Jeff and Lee concentrating on the future of the Pelicans. Um, now, both Dennis Lauscher, who again is the president of the Saints and Pelicans, and also the, the uh, is going to be the executor uh, for the um, uh, the Gale and Tom Benson Trust, where the money will flow in um, uh, after the Saints and Pelicans are sold to a owner that will keep the teams here in New Orleans. Um, both him and Mrs. Benson confirmed that they get offers for both the Saints and Pelicans weekly, and that the offers are substantial. But again, Gail, as she mentioned last night on Fox 8, refuses to sell, okay? She talked about it, you know, I got all the money uh, that I'll ever need. I don't need another jet, don't need another boat, don't need another house, okay? At this point, again, I want to make sure that I'm a, she's said it over and over again, she's a steward uh, for the teams here in New Orleans, which is a wonderful thing to say. And again, I remember when she said it the first time. I mean, I was blown away because you don't get owners that say that. And look, I've said this since day one, since the day they hand, they allowed me to get behind the microphone. Okay, this is, again, we're getting ready to have our 20th anniversary coming up in October the 7th, 20 years on the radio. And let me say this. The teams are awarded to the city. Okay, in 1966, they didn't award the Saints to John John Meekham. They awarded the Saints to the city. Okay, David Stern, when uh, when uh, Shin moved the, the team, again, the team was awarded to the city, even though George Shin was the owner. The city gets the team. The owner is, is, is again, uh, I don't want to say they're non-consequential because, again, obviously they're the owner. But the owner is normally found afterwards. So these teams belong to the city. And that's been lost in the wash o- over decades and decades and decades as, again, we've seen this musical, musical chair of, of teams moving from city to city, teams holding, uh, owners holding cities hostage uh, for new stadiums and new arenas. And if you don't get it, you move on. Case in point, what we almost saw here in New Orleans, what we saw in New Orleans with the Jazz when they left, again, one thing that Lasha said last night that I can concur with, said it broke his heart, okay? Uh, he's, he's my age, okay? He broke his heart when the Jazz left. Broke my heart, too. Still to this day, that I can't, I'm telling you, you guys know, you listen to the show, I can't watch the Jazz, okay? I cannot watch Utah play and see that, again, original Jazz logo that was born here in New Orleans, okay? I would love to see that nickname come back. We know it never will, but I'd love to see that. That and the colors belong in New Orleans. It hurts me to this, still to this day. I'm 61 years old, okay? That happened when I was a teenager at De La Salle. So, again, this is a different situation now, okay, than what we saw even, even way back then. Uh, now, again, you look at Seattle without a, without a team, the Supersonics, and then what a great sports city that is. Still, they don't have a team, all because of arenas. So, look, they get substantial offers, and one thing that Gail has just said, that she's a steward of the team, and the teams belong to the city. As I stated in part one of the series, the, the plan to sell the Saints and Pelicans after Gail's death to owners that would agree to, to keep them both in the city and the proceeds that go into a trust to be given to, to New Orleans uh, uh, and Louisiana nonprofits and charities are, are incredible. I mean, just it, it's, it's mind-blowing when you think about, uh, again, I was told that it could be as much as $6 billion. You, you can just give away the interest on that every, every year, okay, and still again, uh, be filling the coffers of these nonprofits, startups, uh, and charitable organizations. It's an amazing gift. But the most significant thing that came out of the story last night was the possibility of a new arena for the for the need for a new arena for the Pelicans. 
Look, the Smoothie King Center was built 22 years ago at $199 million. Okay? It was a bare-bones arena. It was one of the best things Edward Edwards ever did for New Orleans. Okay? Because it gave us an opportunity to be able to vie for, again, a National Basketball Association uh, franchise. It was originally built because of, because of Harris and, and the uh, – and the, uh, the casino, because the thought was we'd have boxing matches and, and the casino would use that for concerts and everything else, didn't really come to fruition. But what it did was it gave us an opportunity with, again, leadership from the business community and finally government getting out of the way to go out there and to be able to vie for, for a franchise. Luckily, George Shin got kicked out of, uh, out of basketball country in North Carolina, couldn't find a place to go, and he landed in New Orleans. We thought we had the Minnesota Timberwolves at one time. That ended up, again, being nixed because of, again, uh, shady money that was involved uh, in, in, uh, uh, in a federal investigation. Of course, uh, with the, the former mayor of Houston and, and, and other in, individuals that were there, including Bob Arum, uh, who again was was a boxing uh, was one of the great boxing uh, 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 promoters uh, in the history of, of the game, it just never came to fruition. But it was a bare bones arena. Okay, it's been upgraded several times. There is no doubt it's one, among one of the smallest arenas in the NBA. The amenities do not match the newer NBA arenas. Arenas, pardon me. Also, the lower bowl seating, okay, is among the smallest in the NBA. All those, again, that's all fact. There's no doubt about that. And, look, I get it, and I talked about this yesterday, okay? The arena needs upgrades, but the arena is not the reason why the Pelicans are not competitive on the court. Let me say that right now, okay? The arena, although outdated, is not keeping NBA fans away from the product on the floor. Let that resonate with you for a second. The issue with the Pelicans is plain and simple. If they were a winning franchise instead of a farm team for the, for the rest of the NBA, especially the largest markets of the NBA, the Smoothie, King would, the Smoothie King Center would sell out, okay, every single game. There would be season, ticker, season ticket holder waiting list like we're seeing for the Saints, for the Pelicans, if they were a winning franchise, okay? Look, I want you to take, take you back in time. The Saints couldn't give away tickets before Sean Payton came to town, okay? This season ticket waiting list was non-existent until Breeze and Payton turned the Saints into, again, perennial winners. Although, again, I'll say this, and I said it, I've said it again since, I, since we came back from Katrina, there's no doubt in my mind, okay, that Tom Benson's threats to move the team to San Antonio after the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, when this city was on its knees because of the failure of the federal levy system, Again, I, I thought it solidified the, the city, okay? Uh, and fans, it fueled fans to be able to buy season tickets to make sure this team stayed here, okay? Long before we even knew, again, that there was going to be the magic of Peyton and Breeze that would bring this team to a Super Bowl and the greatest time that we've ever seen in the history of the New Orleans Saints in terms of winning, okay? Now, the Saints are also embedded in, in our culture, okay? They've been there, again, 1966, the team was awarded here. Generations of, 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 again, individuals that grew up in this town have, have fallen in love, and, and, and the Saints are beloved. So it's a little different situation. If the Jazz would have stayed, maybe that would be they'd be on the same playing field right now. But it's not. It's a different situation. The Pelicans have not reached that significance yet, like we've seen with our culture with, with, with uh, the Saints. But I'll say this. If Benson ownership, like the Shin ownership before them, would have put a consistent winning team on the court, we would rival San Antonio, Portland, Oklahoma City. These are small markets that sell out. 
These are small markets that have season ticket waiting lists. These are small markets that in a lot of cases have seen winning, okay? Portland, again, winning a championship way back then, but still, uh, you, you're gonna, uh, a, you look at Portland and – you know, I don't care what arena they have, the older arena or the new arena now, um, what is it, Moda? They sell that out. Uh, San Antonio, what they've done is a small market. Uh, they, they sell out constantly. And Oklahoma City, look, Oklahoma City, you had a taste of, of, of the NBA when the, when the, uh, when the uh, Hornets moved there in the aftermath of Katrina for two years. And, of course, the Sonics ended up moving there. Uh, and, look, they have embraced that as their only team in their market. You look at Portland, you look at San Antonio, the NBA is the biggest thing in those markets. But they all sell out. Instead, what do we have? we got a Pelicans organization that's been among the worst in sports, okay? Rivaling the Saints before Tom Benson purchased them. And by, folks, I'm just honest on this program, okay? I'm just telling you like it is, all right? That's what the Pelicans are. They are the Saints before Tom Benson bought them. Horrible front office management. A revolving door of coaches. The best players leave and have their careers in in other markets. It is John Meekham Saints all over again, okay, when it comes to the Pelicans. When, and I'm telling you, New Orleans will come, okay? Did they forget? And I'm I'm talking about individuals that now are talking about, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the problems with the Pelicans here. They forget the site of Fulton Street just a few years ago when Zion was drafted number one, when, when, they, when we uh, found out that the, the uh, number one pick was going to New Orleans and that place went bonkers, standing room only in a hot, humid uh, June a- evening where, again, you couldn't even move? Come on. People are excited about basketball when you give them a reason to be excited about basketball. Again, did they forget how packed the arena was when CP3, uh, David West, and Chandler were on the cusp of going to the Western Conference Finals before Shin, a cash-poor owner, blew the team up? Okay? Mismanagement is why that building is not sold out. Not amenities. Has nothing to do with amenities. We're a star for an NBA winner here in New Orleans. Only a competent front office can change that. Not a new arena. Not a new arena. Then there's the luxury tax, which is different than what we see in the NFL. Okay? Gail Benson, as owner of this team, has the ability, to, again, to spend with the large market spend. Okay, it's, it's unlike what you see in the NFL. In the NBA, you can do that. You can buy a winner in the NBA. Now, she's going to lose money on the team, okay, but she can buy a championship. But that means, again, first of all, having a competent front, front office. That's the difference between winning in the NBA and winning in the NFL. Now, we're hearing that it's going to be more profit sharing and maybe in the next collective bargaining agreement, uh, and maybe that happens because right now it's the have and have nots. Instead, Gail Benson and, and, and the Benson organization that owns the Pelicans have chosen to take the money from, from those that, are, again, go over the luxury tax threshold and put that in their coffers. And rightly so. You want to make money at the end of the day. But the only thing that the, the, it's not it's money that's stopping them and competent leadership that's stopping them from winning an NBA championship because you could go over the luxury tax threshold. They have not done it. I will say last year they were the eighth highest payroll in the NBA and they got nothing out of it. So I can understand her consternation. Uh, also, uh, this year, by the way, they're the 29th highest payroll in the NBA. All right, now to the proposal of the new arena, which was suggested last night in the, uh, in, in the second part of this series. First of all, they're talking about the old post office site, okay, on Loyola Avenue. Look, logistically, that makes sense. 
Duncan Plaza. I've been talking about it for years. Okay, take when move City Hall, tear it down. I thought maybe you could utilize it as maybe tailgating, etc. But if you uh, you wanted to put a new arena on there, there's plenty enough room to put a new arena there if that's what you wanted to, and that makes sense because of the proximity to the sports complex uh, that's already there. Then there's the OVA hospital site they mentioned. Okay, uh, you know that that to me is a little bit further away, uh, but yet it's still within distance. Um, the situation we're talking about this land across the convention from the convention center, uh, that again is, uh, is a possibility to me. That's, that's ridiculous. It's too far from the sports complex. Look, cities have copied the model of a downtown sports complex that again, we originated here in new Orleans. It used to be that again, stadiums went on the outside in in the exurbs and suburbs of, of cities. We put the dome in the middle of the city, and since then, other cities have copied us. The dome in the arena in that complex right there is perfect, okay? But, again, why move the, any site away from the proximity of the Superdome? To me, that makes no sense. Now, who pays for this $550 million sports arena? Let me just lay some, some facts out for you, ladies and gentlemen. The hotel motel tax, which funds the sports complexes, it funds the dome renovations and the arena upgrades, uh, some of that funding uh, is, has been rightly has been um, has been siphoned off by, by by the city, and rightly so. Okay, something I have talked about on this program again since Katrina, that again we needed our fair share of the hotel motel tax and also the money from the from the Memorial Convention Center to put toward infrastructure. Uh, it's an idea that again I continued to pound on this program since Katrina. Uh, Katrina, uh, when uh, one thing that Cantrell has done, she got that done. That money is now going into the city's coffer for infrastructure. Those funds are, are now dwindling because of the pandemic, okay? That when you look at the funds right now, the hotel motel tax, which comes from tourism, uh, again, they're dwindling because of the pandemic. Then you throw in Cantrell's tougher COVID-19 restrictions, which has killed tourism. And I'm not sure when we're going to get back to a pre-pandemic tourism uh, numbers, especially if she wins a second term. That is an issue. I'll say it right now. I'm not sure if the current obligations can be met because of the loss of revenue uh, with the hotel motel tax. That includes current bond obligations for the Superdome renovations, past bonding obligations for for the Smoothie King Center upgrades. For the most part, the pot of money that, again, has been the hotel motel tax is dry. Okay? And that's, again, because of lack of tourism. The city can't pay for a new arena. Are you kidding me? I mean, th- honestly, let's be honest about that. There's no way the city of New Orleans can put up money for a new arena. The infrastructure's crumbling, okay? That, that's, that's the first thing foremost. The state's not going to be willing to, to, to fund a new basketball palace. It's still New Orleans versus the rest of the state. That has not changed, and that will not change for a long time. No matter how much, again, we put into the state's coffers here in South Louisiana and in the New Orleans metropolitan area, that's never going to change. So it's going to fall on Gail Benson to build a new arena. And I'm just being honest. She, if she does that, it increases the value of the club with a state-of-the-art of arena as part of any package. Look, it's not unprecedented at this point in time where public money is not used to build a sports arena or stadium. You see other owners doing it on their own now. Gail said over and over again throughout this, this, this uh, story, this, this, these installments, that she can't take it with her. Well, then my suggestion would be build it with Benson money, okay? When the team is sold, the arena will enhance the deal. So you're selling not just the Pelicans, but you're selling the arena as well. 
Look, Tom Benson would have never done it. I'll just say it right now. But Gail could if she chooses to. The hotel-motel tax can pay for the infrastructure around the new arena, but at this point in time, the hotel-motel tax can't fund a new arena. There's not enough money there. We all want the Pelicans and the Saints to stay here in New Orleans. Every single one of us, I'm, again, if you don't, I got, I got a question, again, your New Orleans card right now. We're definitely grateful for what Gail Benson has done and what she continues to do and her commitment to her hometown. The fact that she's going to leave the fortune to help future generations of New Orleanians. I mean, again, it's, like I said, there's there's not words in the English language to be able to to, to, uh, explain what this is going to mean for the future of this city. Transformative is probably uh, the the, the closest one. But as I said yesterday, her gift was going to be a stimulus that raises New Orleans from a dying city to the Queen City of the South once again. I mean, that's the type of of meteoric change that we're looking at here. But to ask taxpayers to build a new arena when streets and sidewalks are crumbling, when the sewage and waterboard infrastructure is broken beyond repair, when the electrical grid is outdated, is not reasonable. It's not. And I want the Pelicans to stay here long term. I'll say this right now. You put a winner on the court, and I promise you the fans of New Orleans will sell out the Smoothie King Center. You build a new basketball palace, that's going to increase the value of the Pelicans. And it also ties a new owner here to New Orleans because of the brick-and-mortar building that's going to generate revenue beyond the 41 dates for NBA games. So it's a win-win. You're enhancing the value of, of, of your product if you build the arena yourself and it's your arena, and ultimately that goes with the Pelicans. Gail said it over and over again. She can't take it with her. Then with all due respect to Miss Gail Benson, You build the basketball palace. Let the taxpayers off the hook to pay for the reconstruction of New Orleans because that that is the most impending thing that we have to deal with right now. Then that becomes a win-win for everyone. I keep hearing everybody say that, uh, you know, again, maybe Gail can pay for the the infrastructure repairs. That's That's not in her purview. She should not have to pay to rebuild the streets and sidewalks here in New Orleans. She should not have to pay to be able to rebuild the, uh, the underground infrastructure, again, or, or the sewage and water infrastructure, or, or, again, the electro grid. That's our responsibility as taxpayers, and we blew it for decades and decades and decades because we allowed it to crumble. Okay, we looked the other way when, again, administration after administration and council after council, again, looked the other way or were involved in stealing the money. And we are left with what we're left with now. It's not on Gail Benson to rebuild that. She's going to do enough in just giving her money to be able to lift up this city through nonprofits and charitable organizations. But as an owner of the Pelicans franchise, she could do something that Tom Benson would never have done. Build your own basketball palace. Make that part of the package to be able to sell to the next owner so they have to keep the team here. It's a win-win for the Bensons, and it's a win-win for the citizens of the city of New Orleans. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Tommy Chrysan talking sports with TK is going to join us on the program. We'll talk some Saints and also uh, some LSU with him. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, uh, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I have a message from my friend John Burkhardt at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Nothing is more important than Burkhardt, to Burkhardt than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after the storm, and uh, at Burkhardt, we want to let you know that we're here for you. Whether it's electric repairs, a generator, air conditioning system, you need emergency service, you can always count on Burkhardt. We're ready to help. Now, just like always, we've got a long way to go when it comes from, uh, from uh, recovering from Hurricane Ida. 
but we can get through it together. Remember, you need help, you need uh, someone you can trust, you can trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP sale with big savings on the latest fall arrivals and great deals on your go-to beauty picks, fragrances, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Along the West Bank Express, along the Pontchartrain Expressway, excuse me, if you're traveling on the westbound side, delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Loyola to Veterans. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, look out for delays from Elysian Fields to Canal and the delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 along the westbound side, your backups are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It's still is Friday's Travaganza. My producer, Rudy Dixon, and I were talking in the break. And, you know, he asked me, we're talking about what would happen if, if they had to, um, about a new arena and uh, the proximity of it, of course, in that sports complex. And, and I mentioned that, man, maybe they could implode the arena, build a new arena on that site, and maybe they play at UNO for two years. And then he mentions, why not play at the Dome? Genius. I mean, again, you could do that. That's another option to keep it in that sports complex area is, again, implode the arena, build something brand new that has the ability to be able to be upgraded, much like we've seen the Dome over these years, okay, and then maybe playing the Dome like the Jazz does for, did for a couple of years, and then you go back into a new arena. But I stand by what I said. Uh, the citizens of this city cannot afford to be able to build a new arena, okay? We have infrastructure issues that we have to deal with first and, and to re- and rebuild the city's infrastructure. But Gail Benson could build the arena, and when she sells the team, okay, and, the, and those profits come back to the city, uh, that, 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 that would enhance the value of, of, of the franchise because you're selling a franchise and an arena at the same time. Hopefully, she will, again, take a hard look at that. And instead of asking the citizens to kick in for this arena, she builds it herself. All right, let's bring on Tommy Chrysan. Uh, again, longtime uh, colleague and friend. Uh, has got, covered the LSU Saints, uh, Louisiana sports for decades. He's got a bunch of podcasts he's involved in. He's the oldest guy on TikTok. He's going to tell us all about that. And then we're going to jump into some Saints and LSU uh, talk over, over the next couple segments. Tommy, welcome back to the program. How you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well, Eric. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. Tom, before we get started, tell the folks about everything you're involved in. Well, I got a podcast, Talking Sports with TK. It's available on all your major platforms. I've dropped several podcasts this week. Uh, we're doing three or four a week. We want people to check that out. Uh, Talking Sports with TK. Just search for it. Or uh, it's all over my social media links. And then, Eric, as we know, sports betting is exploding in the USA. And uh, I'm part of a website called MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com college football, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball postseason. It's not a gambling site. It's a place where you can get some information and go win some money. So uh, if you like to gamble on sports, go to meatandpotatoesusa.com. Beautiful. Tommy, I, I don't know how you keep it up with them all. Man, every single day you got a different different podcast or something going. But I tell you what, all of them are entertaining. All of them have great information. And, uh, Tommy, how can folks follow you on social media? Because that's the best way to find out about everything you're involved in. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. I'm the oldest dude on TikTok. Just search for <laughs> Talking Sports with TK. I got the YouTube channel. You know, Ryan Rance and I do videos live on Facebook and YouTube three mornings a week. We'll do Sports Shorts Radio in Baton Rouge tomorrow at 10 a.m. to 12. And just recently, I became a part of the Hold the Rope radio show with Skip Bertman and Dan Canterbury and Justin mm-hmm. Vincent and, and great guests on that show. That's Sunday nights from uh, 7 to 9. So I'm kind of busy, Eric, but it's a fun busy, and it's all good. Well, again, it's, I'm just glad to hear your, your voice on the airwaves again, uh, again, in, in all of these uh, capacities. Uh, you do a fantastic job. Let's talk about the Tigers. 
Uh, LSU, again, beats Mississippi State last week, 28-25. They, again, have a tough, tough task against Auburn this week. But tell me what you liked and what you didn't like about last week's victory. Well, I like the fact that it was a road win in conference play. You know, those are hard to get. I don't care what conference you're in. And Mississippi State, maybe not as good as some people might have thought that they would have progressed from last year. Of course, they whipped LSU last year in the first week of the season, and they didn't do a whole lot after that. LSU, you know, they're 3-1. and one. They've done some things that look really good offensively, defensively. Special teams, Cade York's made 12 field goals in a row dating back to last year. But then there's been a lot of things that you shake your head at offensively, defensively, maybe not so much on special teams. Uh, uh, York didn't even attempt a field goal against Mississippi State. Uh, but the punt and the kickoff's been good. So, as Coach Orgeron says each and every week, we got to fix some things. Well, all football teams fix things as the season goes along, from high school to college to pro. That's part of it. And LSU certainly might have a little bit longer list than some others. And what a big game tomorrow night in Tiger Stadium. I mean, Auburn's not won in Baton Rouge since 1999. And, you know, there's so many stories associated with LSU-Auburn, be it the earthquake game, the old gym catching fire in Auburn on the plains while LSU was playing in the first quarter, and, the, you know, the pass to Demetrius Bird with one second on the clock. I mean, we go on and on. And now you got to add another chapter to that storybook with, might T.J. Finley, who started five games for LSU last year, might he be the starter? I certainly think he'll play. He may start. He may not. Uh, the Pontchartula native uh, coming back into Tiger Stadium. Uh, a lot of friends he has, that teammates that are still wearing purple and gold. That just adds to another story of LSU-Auburn. And the team that has won this game for most of the last couple of decades has really propelled them into – good things, be it a West Division title or in the hunt for the West or, you know, a nice bowl slot. So it's a big game in a lot of ways. Now, they expected a huge crowd at LSU. Hunting season opens today, so some people like to get to the woods, but I think they're going to have eighty to 90,000 in Tiger Stadium. It's going to be loud and it's LSU-Auburn and I think the Tigers are going to, you know, they're going to be ready to go you know, when they kick it off at 8-10 tomorrow night. Auburn seems to be porous in the passing game, but one of the best teams in the in, in all of college football against the run. Unless you can throw the ball, but I have has, has has had the inability of being to be able to sustain the running game. Uh, how do you think that that uh, this is going to go offensively for the Tigers? Well, Coach Osborne says they've changed up some blocking schemes, getting Cam Wire back on the offensive line as they expect him to do can certainly help. Uh, they've changed some blocking screens. Corey Kiner has emerged as uh, probably the best running back, but he has a little trouble with pass protection. And Ty Davis-Price is better at pass protection, and maybe Kiner's a hair better at running back. Uh, and I'm not le- meaning to leave out anybody, but, you know, Kiner didn't play against UCLA, and he's leading the team in rushing now. It was missing a game. But the ground game for LSU has got to improve. they got to figure it out. And, you know, as you said, Auburn's front seven or six, uh, very good against the run. That'll be a challenge. They're going to have to run the ball so Max Johnson can throw it. Johnson's, what, 15 touchdowns, three picks. He's completed the ball to like 13 or 14 different receivers. He's been doing fine. Uh, he can move the ball around, especially when he has time. So they're going to have to run the ball so that he'll have time and he can use those talented set of wide receivers to go up and down the field. Because like you said, Auburn against the pass you know, is not their strong point. 
to say the very least. So I look for LSU to try to establish a run game, try to see if they can get that going. And if they do, then look for success with the pass. Defensively, how do you think they match up against the Auburn Tigers? Well, Auburn runs the football. they got a couple of running backs that are really good. They always do, and this year is no exception. Uh, you know, they benched quarterback Bo Nix. You know, that's a guy that really looked good in spots as a freshman, and he's never really gotten any better. And he got put on the bench against Georgia State last week. T.J. Finley came in, didn't do so hot when he first got in, but he did lead him on a 98-yard touchdown drive to, to seal the victory in a game that shouldn't have been that close, but it was. Uh, so they're going to run the football. They're going to see if LSU can stop the run. That's what they're going to come in with. That'll be the bread and the butter. Uh, I don't know if Finley will start or Knicks. I do expect both to play. That'll be a, probably a game-time decision. They don't want to show their cards there. But, you know, LSU is going to prepare for both, and they're going to have to stop the run uh, in order to, to win the game against Auburn. Because if Auburn can run for 200-plus yards, uh, they'll probably end up winning. Talk about the coaching aspect. Uh, again, uh, when you match up the coaching, uh, Auburn versus uh, LSU. Well, you know, Coach Harson's in his first year at Auburn. At, you know, that's a little different when you jump into the SEC like that. Sure. But LSU's got, you know, had a lot of turnover on the coaching staff, including mm-hmm. the offensive and defensive coordinators. And these guys appear to be settling in and getting a little better each week. They were not good. Offensive uh, coordinator was not good against UCLA. They couldn't get a play in. Uh, it's gotten a little bit better, not totally. But, you know, if you've never done that before, I mean, that's tough. I mean, Eric, I, I think the first time you and I were ever on the radio, it probably didn't sound real good. You know, and hopefully we've gotten better. <laughs> well, you were right next to me, so, yeah, you probably know better than most. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Right? That goes back a long way. But, uh, yeah. you know, so hopefully they can improve and, and do what they got to do and get up to game speed. Because you can practice all August all you want. But it's different when the lights are on and there's referees out there, and, and especially when you're playing a conference game against an SEC opponent. So they got to keep getting better, and they got to be able to overcome some mistakes, overcome you know things that don't go well. But that's all part of football. I mean, mm-hmm. at every level. I mean, you know, from from high school on up. I mean, you got to be able to overcome mistakes because there's no football team that's ever played a perfect football game. A few, a few have perhaps been close on a given game, but you know, it's all about it. So the coaching staffs in this game, which LSU is now only a three-point favorite, I mean, the coaching staffs and the adjustments during the game and at halftime will be will be critical uh, leading up to the outcome of the game. Definitely agree. Tommy Chrysan is with us. Uh, we're going to take a quick two-minute break. We'll be right back. We'll get his take on the New Orleans Saints. You're listening to the William Grant family. still this Friday extravaganza. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. 
Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the Wave Grand Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Tommy Chrysan is with us. Tommy, Saints take on, um, uh, Saints uh, beat New England last week. Again, uh, this week they're in the Dome against the New York Giants. Talk about the Saints thus far in the first quarter of the season. Well, you know, I changed the name of the NFL. I now call it the NFRCL. It's the National Football Roller Coaster League because, like, the Saints <laughs> were up week one, down week two, back up week three. Let's hope they stay up, and they should beat the Giants. The Giants are not a good football team. Uh, the Dome should be rocking, should be full, and all that good stuff. Uh, the foam and the Dome will be flowing. So uh, it should be a good day for the New Orleans Saints. But the Saints, like LSU, we've seen a lot of good things, and then we've seen a lot of things that aren't so good. And that, that's typical you know, across the board in football, except for the teams that are really bad and the teams that are really good. But you got to start doing more good than bad if you're going to become really good and make the playoffs. I, I've liked a lot of things I've seen with the Saints. Uh, they battled a few injuries, as we know. Uh, but, you know, they, they look to be in pretty good shape going forward looking at the schedule. And, again, especially with, you know, back in the Dome, back at home, and, and the 0-3 Giants coming to town. Uh, I really like the Saints' chances Sunday and a long season i mean three games in the books and there's what 14 to go so a lot of things can still happen your thoughts on Jameis winston and how he has adjusted to this offense well i think uh he's bought in i think his teammates have bought into him i think he understands you know that he's the, the quarterback he's the leader of the team i really like that first week when he ran for a couple of first downs and lowered his shoulder and you know showing that hey he's there to win for the most part he's protected the football has he been perfect? No. No quarterback is. But uh, I, I think the Saints have a lot of confidence in him, and that has grown each week, even in the game that they lost. I mean, he's, he's still the guy. I mean, he's the quarterback, and, and you know, he's going to be the quarterback the rest of the season. You know, we don't want anybody to get hurt in any sport. But uh, 
I've been, you know, mildly impressed with Jameis Winston, obviously, especially the first week with the five touchdowns. But, you know, it's all about, you know, it's all about the next game. And the next game is at 12 noon Sunday. And if he performs well, the rest of the team performs well, the Saints should, uh, you know, go home from the dome with the W. The defense has really played well. I'm, I've been very impressed with now the even the depth at all three levels. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they, these guys fly to the ball. They're very athletic. Uh, obviously, you know, they got a great game plan, and they stick to it. And, you know, the defense is, is, has been a big plus for the Saints this year, and they're going to need that going forward, you know, in case you get that game when the offense is not hitting on all cylinders and, you, get, you know, defense needs to keep people to 20 points or less where – the offense can, can still have a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm with you, Tommy. This is, might be, again, his most challenging um, coaching job for Sean Payton, but so far so good in the first quarter of the season. Tommy, always a pleasure, man. Love having you on the program. Tell the folks about everything you're involved in, all the shows you're, you're involved in, and how folks can keep up with you on social media. Well, check out my podcast, Talking Sports with TK. You can keep up with everything. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. If you like to bet on sports, check out the the hottest and newest website, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Thank you, Tommy. Uh, Of course, again, you're with Ronnie Rance as well on Sports Shorts, right? Yep, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, uh, tomorrow morning radio, and Sunday night hold the rope radio with Skip Bertman and Dan Canterbury, Justin Vincent, and myself uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. on Sunday nights. That's a lot of fun. Now, we, we talk all sports, but obviously there's mm-hmm. a baseball slant there. Sure. Uh, again, always good to have you. Glad to see you again. You, you, you're back in, the, uh, back in the saddle again with all these shows, and I look forward to having you back soon, bud. Hey, thank you, Eric. Y'all have a great weekend. You do the same, my friend, Tommy Chrysan. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. If you're in the market for a generator, uh, again, remember, generator of uh, generator sales and service are their business. Uh, Single-day install for you. Also, again, financing available with generators. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, for generator sales and service, Burkhart is the experts. Again, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. You're listening to the Cumulus Fish and Game Report. Strong tides and decent weather conditions could mean great inshore fishing. I'm Captain CT with this week's Big Fish Report. Now, reasonable forecast and good fishing conditions could make this a great weekend to make a trip. Speckled trout are still scattered, but good catches aren't impossible, and redfish are mostly on the marsh edges, easy to find. If you're an offshore guy, the shrimp boats are just off the coast and tuna are right behind them. Now, for great tips on how to catch all of the state's great saltwater fish, well, catch the big fish. Our TV show of hot spots, tackle tips, how-tos, captain's insights, recipes, and me, Captain CT. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 New Orleans. Have a great weekend. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. All right, folks, welcome back. I want to remind everybody about our good friends over at William Grant, Tim Lago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. How about that all-star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey. If you love um, Irish Whiskey, we've got Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey for you. Also, Fistful of Bourbon, Bourbon Whiskey, as well as Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, don't forget about Sailor Jerry Rum and also Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, our, um, our rum portfolio. Reach for a William Grant product, independent family distiller since 1887. All right, I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us on the program, Tommy Chrysan as well. Uh, coming up next is the 27th year of the original Countdown show. Uh, going right to Francesca's right after this program uh, by Katie's with uh, Les East and Jude Young on ML King Charter Night with Coach Joe Riley. The original takes over at 7 with Ken Trahan reports live from 45 games around the state. Interviews, winning coaches, analysis from around the state, and of course the best scoreboard in the state at CrestedySports.com and the best prep, prep coverage uh, in the state coming up right here on 1 106.1 FM from 6 all the way up until midnight. That's next right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, remember, the uh, podcast of this program will be up about 20 minutes after the show, and that's on Anchor and all the major podcasting platforms. Sean Bazan joins me on the award-winning Inside the World Sports uh, at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce on Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon to 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you listening to the program. And, of course, thanks to our great sponsor, sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. Now, we take you live and direct to Francesca Bacchetti's uh, for, again, the countdown with uh, 
the Countdown Show with Les East and also Jude Young. My name is Eric Cash. Have a wonderful weekend. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.